Put it there, boy, and we'll show these fascists what a couple of hillbillies can do. Welcome to the Fanfic Fanfic Podcast, where our mission statement is incredibly difficult to summarize. <laughs> uh, I am your co-host. <laughs> Mainly it involves uh, uh, small, sad, pastel horses with guns. Yeah, we're like 111 episodes in. If you don't know it by now, then you're never going to know it. <laughs> I am your co-host, Sir Whittington Esquire. And joining me is your host, Fi. How's it doing, Fi? Uh, it is very hot in the podcast bunker, and it's going to get hotter every minute, so we definitely got to, like... Uh, so about that, uh, before uh, Fi rushes into the uh, submission of uh, our previous chapter, leading up to this point, a uh, bit of a bit of a caveat, but uh, got to warn you, um, this is only half yes. <laughs> of, of this week's chapter. Um, the, uh, we, are, we are currently in chapter 37, The Shadow of the Ministries. Yes, this is the longest chapter of the uh, entire book. It is, I think it was originally released as two parts itself, and it is like an entire self-contained storyline within the, the thing. It is, it is the like weird DLC dungeon chapter of of uh fallout equestria so yeah we're we just have to break it up into two parts because it's just too much to talk about for a single episode also if we tried to uh, do it all at once we'd uh, be leaving a lot of uh things on the table and we wouldn't uh wouldn't be able to get around to this week's mailbag yeah we also have a mailbag but yeah i'm gonna do a really quick summation of the uh last chapter so we can get it right into it i've been re re-listening to the podcast and we get kind of long in some of these and i'm trying to like hurry that Eey. up because it's bad for binge listening but anyways uh yeah so last week was the like kind of early section of canterlot essentially a kind of like first run at what canterlot is going to be like because uh, they have to explore the uh, ghetto town that was made for zebras. Ooh. A bad time, bad place. And because of its un- its location of being in the shadow of Canterlot proper, which is high up on a mountain, uh, when the like pink cloud erupted and the barrier eventually broke, uh, all of the like built up water and cloud had only one direction to go, which was down onto zebra town uh flooding it with uh the worst toxin ever created uh that personally gives me nightmares going through it's a real rough time uh they get ripped apart by zambos and uh which canterlot ghouls are absurdly sturdy and difficult to kill also, a bunch of alicorns are present and for reasons uh are un- like unaware of the sort of uneasy truce they have with the goddess. And on top of all of that, it turns out that the 
the magic of the pink cloud interacts with like radio receivers in a funny way, turning any sort of broadcasting device, such as your, you know, your average radio or jukebox, uh, into a death machine that spits out a white noise that kills you to hear. We didn't really talk about that too much last week, but it's fucking insane. It's a really crazy detail. Almost kills our uh, heroes a couple times. It, it's uh, it's a reference to because this because to back up because we're getting into Cantalot. Uh, uh, we're about to be. It's all a big reference to the the dead money DLC of uh, Fallout New Vegas. It, it, it specifically the Sierra Madre and the Sierra Madre like extended area in that dlc there is a plot point where you have a bomb collar on and the broken radios around you they have a similar radio frequency to your bomb collar so you if you get too close to them which you will know you get too close to them because they play fucked up creepy radio music it blows your head off the crazy creativity that goes into fellow equestria interpreted instead of it being a bomb collar uh, triggering device the radios are just haunted, and they kill you when you listen to them, which is super crazy. Uh, but yeah, they barely make it out of that shit alive to save a bunch of zebra uh, children that were kidnapped, I think, by the alicorns. Uh, no, 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 these, 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 these are uh, uh, teenage to adult, adult zebras. Yes. That were uh, kidnapped, like a glyph mark, a, a settlement of zebras. That was, you know, barely clinging on to life and hope. All of a sudden, on top of all of their other problems, <laughs> half of their population was abducted by alicorns uh, and and held in 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 Zebra Town. Uh, two things uh, we sort of uh, uh, a listener of the show pointed out that uh, uh, we're 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 given a bunch of flashbacks through through journal entries um, to to what Zebra Town was like uh, before the bombs. Uh, uh, so so two things uh, missed out. Uh, one uh, pointing out that that big celebration of a new house. Um, somebody pointed out it's kind of terrifying to think about the mandatory party time, <laughs> government like a, mandated party time. Yeah, under under suspicion of sedition and communist like thinking. So everybody was literally partying as though their lives depended on it because they did. Yes, because they were. Uh, the other thing that we missed out is um, a thing that uh, Somber would go on to abuse in PH is that uh, the the protagonist of our of our uh, flashbacks uh, found out that uh, sometime in Zebra history they had a Tower of Babel incident uh, involving one of the Centennial meteor showers. Uh, the meteors showered right onto the, the, their their ancient capital city, uh, sending the continent into chaos for uh, decades. It, it's a thing that I can't <clears throat> help but stress about the difference between star mythology in Fall Equestria and star mythology in Project Horizons is that Fall Equestria keeps it pretty vague and pretty cosmically horrible in a sort of like reserved way. We're told the stars are evil and they do a bunch of scary things, but it's left to a certain degree up to the reader's imagination how true that is like there is ambiguity and it's a complaint that i made many times about project horizons is that somber is such a shitty writer ambiguity just isn't present it's always just factoids like we just know that it's true because we find out chapters later that of course it's true it's a difference in trying to make things like cosmically horror 
versus like deliberately Lovecraftian. A lot of like it, a lot there was a lot of emphasis on like direct body horror and like named evil gods. While the stars are just haunted FOE, which harkens back to a lot of human mythology. Like there's a lot of human mythology that's just like, yep, sky's haunted. Don't fuck with the sky. <laughs> Uh, 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 a lot of, a lot of, like, a lot of American mythology, like, specifically, like, Native American mythology is, like, don't fuck with the sky, it's haunted. You see those, you see those glimmering points of light that appear in the sky at night when the sun is gone? That is uh, countless thousands of screaming skeleton women. Yes. Or, or, the, or the one I, I knew of, which is Don't Whistle of the Aurora Borealis, or it will kidnap your children. It, it's it's just pretty common to just look at the sky and be like, yeah, there's probably ghosts up there. So it's not super at a character to also do that on Fall Equestria. It's just that PH kind of spoils the broth by pissing in it and just saying, just making all of that sort of vague mythology being direct and overt and substance for crappy storytelling. Uh, I wish I could remember his name, and it would take too much time to to look it up, but this actually does remind me of... So, the weird thing is, we wouldn't know about Lovecraft stories if they weren't uh, popularized and published by this uh, one dingus who who later went on to, like, add a whole bunch of his own stories uh, into the mix, where he, like, completely fails to get the point and, like, turns it from horror to, like, basically urban fantasy... Where there are good elder beings and bad elder beings, but yeah, uh, nerds ruin everything. <laughs> like, like, yes. uh, by like coming with it answers to to, to mysteries, like well, well, specifically answers to questions no one asked. That's, yeah, that's always the thing that sticks with me. No one, no one needed to know that. Oh yeah, the stars are evil, scary nanite metal donuts that are coming for you by way of body horror mutation. I guess the thing I'm trying to articulate is something that's sort of brought up in um, Sandman by Neil Gaiman, which is there's a difference between a secret and a mystery, and that is mysteries don't need answers. <laughs> like, they, like, they, like, mysteries suffer for answers. Like, they, uh, don't need them, don't want them. They're, uh, they're, they're made worse for, for uh, having answers to them. Uh, anyway, so uh, that's that's more or less where we left off. The uh, party um, spends a spends a full day training uh, zebras in their in the in the guns that they collected out of um, uh, Zebra Town. So Glyphmark has uh, access to like the uh, a, a restored drug factory that they can now trade from, and now uh, repair battle bots and uh, guns for everyone that they can use to defend themselves and their newly minted drug factory. So they they have a, they, they they have the entire population of their town back and the future, which is a thing they didn't have before. Uh, so. Uh, so it's a very nice, positive uh, note uh, to to leave a, a a dark and brutal chapter on. And now we enter Cantalot. Yes, it is bad. They have an extremely limited time uh, time limit. The uh, the rain uh, temporarily washed away the cloud, and uh, it will uh, it go? It will return very yes. quickly over the course of the next twelve hours. Yes. Um, so, so Pip sets down the law and says very clearly, like, and look, <laughs> you, you say you're going to follow me in hell and obey me, 
And well, that's you hell. better you better fucking believe uh, when I tell you not to loot, <laughs> not not to not to poke your your noses into every goddamn thing. We have an extremely limited uh, mission scope on this one. We're gonna hit the Ministry of Image, and then we're gonna hit the Ministry of Awesome, and we're gonna leave. We're going to run. But what about all these buildings full of exquisite, exquisite loot? What did I just say? Every one of these. I am Little Pip, and I am telling you that I am turning down loot. (laughs) Do you think that... Anyway, um... She she gets a surprising amount of pushback from both Calamity and uh, uh, Velvet Remedy. Particularly because Velvet Remedy is very deep in the the morb sauce. Like, her her Mm -hmm. fangirling of uh, Fluttershy is... Is is an all time high, and she desperately wants to see the the original, the 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 actual Ministry of Peace. Mm-hmm. But it's right there. It's right there, though. It's <laughs> like going to Disney World and not going on any of the rides. <laughs> no, we're going to the kiosk, and we're going to, <laughs> to our hotel rooms, and then we're <laughs> or it'll kill us, <laughs> just like Disney World. <laughs> So yeah, the, the first thing they notice is that, oh, that smoke is, that, that pink mist is coming back real quick, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, they also know that everything is blown out in a weird way. They quickly deduce that, oh, right. So this, this, this entire city was under a, um, air pressure, a, a, a air sealed bubble, uh, for several days while the atmosphere was made thick. While gas was 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 filling the air, like while while height, like unthinkably poisonous gas was filling the area. So once the uh, goddesses died uh, and the bubble fell, there was an explosive depressurization. Also, the, that 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 hyper pressurized and uh, sealed environment meant that uh, all the the badness. <laughs> All, all, all the, all the poison um, had extra opportunity to become hyper concentrated into everything. Mm-hmm. So it's no wonder that, like, as uh, all of these, all of this stone, absolutely everything is made of stone. Every, everything is marble and various stone uh, and metal. Um, it's no wonder that as that decays, it releases yet more cloud. Uh, they'll also go on to deduce that, like, you know what? Come to think of it, that's not even enough justification for why there's this much cloud. Whatever did this, whatever, the, the initial event that created it must still be happening. Uh, the, the original source of the cloud, like they deduce, is still going somewhere. Uh, they've they've left Zakora, oh, sorry, uh, they've re- left Zenith uh, back at Glyphmark to continue uh, training uh, the, the uh, young adult zebras. Um, in various uh, useful skills uh, for their continued e- <laughs> continued existence uh, in a hostile world. Uh, one of the first terrifying things that they have to deal with is uh, the realization that the goddess sent an awful lot of alicorns here, all of which are no longer in contact with her. <laughs> all of them bug nuts and ready to shoot anything that moves. Yes. Uh, as as they 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 make their way further in, one of the first things that they they uh, uh, oh wait, uh, but before they uh, quite get there, um, they have an argument with um, <laughs> Velvet, who uh, is displaying just an unhealthy amount of Fluttershy morb use. Mm-hmm. Um, she is in that morb just ridiculously too often. 
and uh, ultimately she's she's able like something terrifying enough is seen out the window that she's able to go hey what's that over there <laughs> you look a distraction <laughs> and, and, and tuck the more away uh pip notices but like is is not gonna like let it go indefinitely um but the the, the what's that over there is too many alicorns yes absolute bushel of alicorns we get sort of a tactical rundown of like the pluses and minuses of their current state they're no longer perfectly networked but they all have their sick they all seem to have their signature gimmicks and they all seem to still have their own bubble spell uh they can't trade gimmicks anymore and they aren't you know completely networked but that also makes them unpredictable and able to like make their own decisions on the fly previously one of the only advantages they had against the alicords is that like yeah they were perfectly networked but to an idiot uh, who who had less than perfect like they they weren't fast they 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 had they had some lag as a result of uh, having to uh, operate on a um centralized network yeah they they, they weren't used to such a wascally wabbit so <laughs> She could she could drop quite a few anvils on them before they'd notice. Uh, so we we first come across um, the Ivory Tower, uh, the uh, school for exceptional uh, young unicorns. Place that Twilight Sparkle learned how to do magic at, which is infested with zombie baby dragons. Yep, deeply horrifying. Where they they're they're allowed to they 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 manage to skirt around uh, the initial. Swarm by throwing a gym studded dress at them uh, that they are uh, feverishly hungry for. Um, their their hunger for 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 gemstones uh, outweighs their hunger for horse flesh, <laughs> uh, at least in this one moment. Uh, we get a quick uh, uh, a joke about armoring the Sky Bandit with clipboards um, because it is noted that uh, clipboards seem to be. Whatever they were made of was next to indestructible. <laughs> the, the world has ended, but clipboards, clipboards persist. <laughs> yes. Office supplies endure. Uh, which I'm given to understand is a is sort of a long running um, Fallout joke mm-hmm. uh, that like uh, more than one person is, has has made. Uh, jokes about uh, uh, clipboard uh, plate mail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it this sort of devolves into just a just a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really read it if you if you're curious about the specifics. Of, yeah, it's it's uh, important um, to note that this this chapter is pretty sort of like intentionally disjointed. There's kind of a lot, and there's a lot of location to cover, and it's weird to try and cover it all like linearly. So it's like, yeah, uh, it, it actually opens. I, I I completely forgot at this point if I if I mentioned that like no you didn't yeah K Cat through K Cat through Little Pip opens the chapter with with a prologue um, explaining that eventually in this story I will get a hold of six extremely important morbs uh, that provide a greater context um, that I feel is necessary to the telling of this story uh, so I dear reader I beg you uh, I beg your patience. Uh, which is which is interesting because I think it's also the first time, or at least the first time in a long time, that Pip has addressed us, the reader. Mm-hmm. That this is like the the framing of this specifically as Pip's memoirs in some way mm-hmm. is 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 brought very like clear to the fore. A thing again that was frustratingly nebulous and uh, 
in Somber's attempted uh, sequel slash revision. Like, it was never clear, like, who the fuck was writing this or, like... Yeah. Like, how did the story get to us, and, like, why is it in the first person? Mm-hmm. But, like, this this chapter, like, sort of sets in stone that, like, this is this is Pip's, like, direct recollections. This is this is an autobiography. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we also got a little bit in the, in the chapter where she was excising her memories for her grand plan, because those sections are just mm. simply missing from the text. But this is a more deliberate, like, hey, audience, no, we have fun here. But <laughs> this chapter is about to make no sense, and this is why. Yeah, the the, the weirdest thing about the chapter is that we, we we get these these morbid eruptions that like don't have like a a one to one diegetic. Like we're not we're not viewing this morb because Pip is viewing the morb in the course of this narrative. Pip Pip has yet to even acquire these morbs. Yeah, she's essentially just recanting them in the context where it would make the most sense for you to see them in the story. Yeah. Rather than getting them all at once, because yeah, she she gets them all like in a box all at once. Uh, uh, somewhere down the line. So anyway, uh, we have a, a, a big horrifying um, set piece where um, zombie baby dragons are riding zombie uh, uh, baby unicorns uh, into battle against them. Uh, they come across a deeply terrifying, uh, conceptually, uh, uh, baby unicorn zombie who has a, uh, uh, pink cloud cutie mark. Uh, Pip deduces that, like, this baby died before, uh, uh, before Age of Majority Mm -hmm. and now in death has become defined by the, the, the thing that killed her. Um, and so now it shuffles around, uh, firing, like, able, able and all too willing to conjure, uh, pink cloud, uh, mists. Pip spends a lot of this fight being absolutely paralyzed. Uh, Calamity is, like, the the first to be able to, like, overcome the horror of the situation and open fire, uh, followed by steel hooves, but, like, Pip is, is, is basically paralyzed in the face of having to shoot child-shaped monsters mm-hmm. she's like her her brain is just not reacting at it <laughs> she's she's completely lagged out and and after this big crazy firefight they they like are able to sway pip hey um yeah you know how you told us that this was going to be like a just a, a clear straight shot <clears throat> turns out that's probably impossible we are we absolutely are going to have to stop by um the ministry of peace and the ministry of arcane technologies um, if we want to have enough healing potions and sufficiently powerful guns to do this at all, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, and Vel- like Pip, Pip, like finally concedes. Okay, I guess you're right. <laughs> that like Fine. as the crow flies is gonna do it, and also who could go to the goddess's castle too? <laughs> Velvet Ripley into chess. I'm gonna hit you. This uh. is. <laughs> this and I am really surprised by this twist, but it does seem fairly in character. It's 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 a hell of a it's a hell of an inversion of the usual relationship mm-hmm. that like Pip support her accountability buddies are <laughs> are 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 more given to the temptation to recklessly loot <laughs> when, when, when she was being all responsible and shit. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now that the now the leash is on the other hoof, I don't know what to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so time to go to Ministry Row. Uh, yeah, they, 
So uh, there's a uh, uh, so yeah we we uh, uh, have a have a big nasty uh, series of, of uh, fights to get into the Ministry of Peace. Um, there's there's also just like it's it's more of KCAT's signature. Hey, look at look at how bad this is. Check out this set piece where it's really bad. Yeah, stuff that's kind of awkward to cover in a podcast. So it's like, hey, read it for yourself if you enjoy the idea of, of this kind of stuff. Yeah, just just the decayed majesty of a, of a, of a lost golden age. Uh, thankfully, um, against all odds, the uh, mystery of peace itself is, is peaceful. It's pretty intact, yeah. Uh, we, we find uh, in um, Fluttershy's office uh, just a cabinet full of goodies, just replete with with supplies. Yay! Uh, for for both horse and uh, burp. Yay! Uh, v- veterinary medicine as, as as well as like just loads and loads of horse medicine. Not even a lock on it. Uh, we also get like visions of like terror that like thankfully the cloud just killed some people. Just you know, they, they mercifully died. Uh, horribly, like it looks. Yeah, their, their their remains indicate that it was horrible and slow, and they're fused with a sidewalk. Babies fused with with baby carriages, uh, lovers fused with each other. But thankfully, they're com- completely dead, dead in the usual way. Uh, we we come to our uh, Apple Morb. Long and short, Zakora was was trying to do one last mission that would hopefully get finally get her in the good graces of. Um, by the way, I believe these morbs are also like actually physically labeled. They've got like yes, marks th- this on one them. is 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 Apple labeled. Yeah, it's got an Apple kitty mark on it. You know, like Applejack. But yeah, Zakora is doing a, doing a one last job. Yeah, just is is doing one last uh, espionage as as a double agent when she's caught by Apple Snack and beaten to death. Yay! <laughs> Wait. Uh. <laughs> Uh, she is, uh, she is, is, is pounded, uh, into, uh, a, a bloody smear. Mm-hmm. I believe her last mission uh, also was to assassinate the Zebra Kaiser, which is a kind of like, not, <laughs> a little too late to do that. Uh, well, she, she, she needed to like do one last thing that would get her into the room with the, with the, uh, with the, with the Caesar. Uh, but unfortunately that was in, in Ponyland's. Uh, uh, Apple Snack, uh, soon uh, to eventually be Steel Hooves, uh, catches her, um, uh, informs her that, uh, unfortunately, um, you died while resisting arrest. You see, I'm a racist, and I'm going to kill you now. Well, he, mostly he, 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 he blames his homicidal rage on, like, her specific betrayal to to Applejack and the 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 rest of the uh, the main six. Uh, anyway, so Apple uh, Applejack uh, comes out of an elevator just in time to see an old friend, <laughs> um, uh, flattened into uh, into meat uh, by her boyfriend. They were about to get get engaged and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is this is the like. And it was one last day before retirement. Yeah. Ever ever since the night she she saw the darkness in me. Is is what Pip remembers uh, from previous conversations. Uh, their the, their relationship was could could never be repaired after after this incident. Um, Which I mean, yeah, I agree. Sorry, just figuring out where I um. Doesn't Velvet also do the thing 
in 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 here and in, in ministry of yes peace. yes yeah. the, the in in the ministry of peace the the, the there's 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 a couple uh uh things of uh, note one the the massive treasure trove medical supplies two uh while while moving through the building which has um uh uh pools of 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 thick mist uh one of those uh, uh pools of mist is in the atrium you know the speaking area which is the setting of the morb you know the one the, the morb velvet is trapped in the morb that velvet has observed way too many times yes and uh when they pass this room uh, uh velvet walks into uh a, a gas chamber a death trap full of full of the poison of the bad air and begins reenacting the morb seemingly helplessly yeah, like she she like she she's yeah autonomically pip lets this go on a little too long um because she's hoping that like maybe she can get it out of her system like like she she is she is takes her a little too long to decide you know whether to like put a stop to this because it's killing her and you know shortly after that starting to kill um pyrolite who flies in after her uh to to, to uh yank her out with with telekinesis uh because she yeah she she's holding on to the faint hope that if if she can do this if she can reenact like the the more maybe she'll get it out of her system maybe she needs it <laughs> Um, but now we, we won't know. We, we, we jump right from there. Like, it, it'll be addressed later, again, later in the chapter. But for now, like, she's been pulled out of it. And she, she needs a lot of time to recover. Uh, and be able to start moving again. Uh, but everybody is definitely worried and doesn't understand what the fuck that was. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the last thing that happens is we come across a, a, a significant room. Uh, strange horse... Uh, who has their their hoof stuffed in a crack in the glass uh, of the room? Uh, they are thankfully dead. Yeah, they are a skeleton. Really and truly dead. They their their like purse is is fused to their side. Um, it is a unicorn. So the 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 initial terror of oh god, is this Fluttershy's corpse? Is, is stifled. But among the effects that fell out of the purse that, that, had, that had rotted over time was a Fluttershy statue. Do-do-do-do! Uh, Pip has completed the set. Yay! Uh, she initially intended, when she picked it up, to, to hand the, the Fluttershy statuette uh, immediately over to Velvet. Um, but is a little bit disconcerted to, to find that, like, that is unconscionable. Um, there is, there is a resonance, uh, between these statuettes, um, that is, feels like, that Pip feels in her guts it would be morally unconscionable to break these up. Mm -hmm. They have to be together. Gotta make them kiss. Essentially. <laughs> like, um, that, that, like, something that was long broken has at long last been made whole. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they cannot, should not be apart ever again. And it's it's a, it's a sad like it's a, mm -hmm. it's a teary moment, um, which is a little undercut by like, but I have the whole collection. <laughs> like I like it, it can't help but feel a little bit selfish, but like it's 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 a, it's a weird balance. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Pip is now bolstered by the the magical power of the 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 six six combined, at long last reunited, giving her a bonus to all of her stats. Too bad we'll never ever know who that skeleton belonged to. Anyway. Yes. Uh, 
there is a, doesn't make a, me cry when I think about it. <laughs> there is a a super big crazy uh, uh, fight set piece as they try to make their way from um, the Ministry of Beast to the Ministry of Arcane Sciences. So many, so many alicorns. Uh, eventually, it, it it resolves with um, it's pretty chaotic. Steel hooves is 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 dumped in a uh, artificial lake that has a uh, one of the broadcasters in it, which is keeping him from resurrecting down there. Uh, Pip um, is also thrown into it, and because of like the pain of of the the broadcaster and also being dunked in poison, uh, she can't concentrate to lift herself out of it. So she just. She just moses it. She just lifts the entire body of water above her. <laughs> because the peculiar rules of her telekinesis say that like it's it's magnitudes harder to lift herself than anything else. <laughs> and anything else is like apparently measured in the tons. Yes. She she uh, so, <laughs> she could fly if only she had a bathtub. Well, no, like we we dealt with this earlier in the um, uh, no, I know. I just wanted to make a thing. joke. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Baba Yaga, this yeah. is what you want to. Yeah. Yes, basically. Uh, so yeah, she 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 lifts the entire body of water into the air, yep. which is sufficient to terrify the horde of alicorns away. I mean, yeah, uh, because there's a broadcaster in there, <laughs> and so she just surgically plucks. <laughs> Uh, steel hooves out of, of the, the morass of, of coins and bric-a-brac. Yeah. <laughs> the sediment that lingered at the bottom of this. Uh, I think it's very funny how this story starts off with Pip being like, Ah, shucks. I'm so bad at being a unicorn. All I know how to do is telekinesis. And I don't know how to learn any other spells. Aw, oh, jeez. I'm such a <laughs> dumb little baby. <laughs> what could I ever do with telekinesis? <laughs> oh. Um, oh, yeah, in the animated adaptation, this would need, like, a massive, like, booming score. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, then, then an exciting, like... Uh, oh, all of the, like... Exposure to poison and overexposure to the broadcaster signal has left her half dead, and so she can't operate her legs so good anymore. So she does have to like try and use her telekinesis to drag her her corpse <laughs> along with um, the unconscious uh, uh, body of, of steel hooves over toward her friends uh, to the building they're trying to escape into. Uh, as her telekinetic spell, like, starts to fail, creating a, like, waterfall of poison that is encroaching on them. Mm -hmm. Which is just it's, a it's fucking a a... nuts image. <laughs> <laughs> this would blow your whole CGI budget. But it still remains, thankfully, just terrifying enough <laughs> that, that it's keeping the, the alicorns at bay. Uh, and, uh... God damn it, why was Somber so bad at this? Pip, Pip passes out as a scene transition. And a lot. Yes. <laughs> like, a lot, a lot. And yet, like, it all fits because, like, this small horse is going through just so much trauma. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, it's it's one of those things uh, where it's, it's it's passing out because your legs are broken. <laughs> um, she crawls through hell every couple of days. And also, I, I I believe in this part. Like Pip bemoans that she is not going to die old. That yeah. like these these injuries will catch up to her. Oh, well, with they, yeah, like, they will. I mean, they already have, but like, yeah. Yeah, she she does not have like a retirement to look forward to like the the, the like triple arthritis and like mm-hmm. um, long term concussions. Uh, well, yeah, her 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 retirement plan is, as she said before, throwing her body into the mouth of darkness <laughs> to choke it. So yeah, like oh no, she she basically just resolves it. Like all right, that that doesn't matter. Like, mm-hmm. like living through this and like living, you know, the rest of her like days past the age of fifty, like in in a bed moaning. And that's 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 future little Pip's problem. Like, just focus on getting over the finish line. Um, so we cut to a butterfly more, uh, where we find out who's 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 skeleton. Yep. Like I said, which which horse that skeleton belonged to? Sure doesn't make me cry. <laughs> um, we 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 open up on uh, the 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 morb is from the perspective of of Angel, uh, Fluttershy's uh, 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 bunny, adorable psychotic rabbit. Yes, she is having a nervous breakdown because the zebras are using the mega spells as weapons to attempt to kill her personally. <laughs> And all of her precious animals. Yeah. Oh no! She has so many animals. <laughs> oh no! The consequences of my actions. It's inconceivable. She. I made a chart and everything, though. She is completely losing it. Uh, watching, watching the, the 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 incredible fireworks display of of mega spell after mega spell, uh, going off uh, on the outside of the dome the city is under. Uh, Rarity bursts into the room. Uh, and and says, "What are you doing here? We've 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 got to go, darling." And Fluttershy tries to insist that no, this is where she dies. <laughs> like mm-hmm. Rarity uh, will not tolerate this. You, you are coming. Uh, but then there's an explosion, uh, and a piece of shrapnel bursts through the window, and they can see in the distance a a big pink cloud spreading. Spreading across the city, Rarity has to uh, uh, thinks fast and and plugs uh, the hole with her hoof. Yep, and can immediately tell that this cloud is necromantic. And this was a mistake. Rarity turns to Fluttershy and uh, informs her uh, <laughs> I just... that I love you in ex- in a very specifically gay way. <laughs> Hold on one second. I just I just want to note it's just the feeling of like her touching the cloud and going hmm. Yep. This tastes necromantic. <laughs> As a necromancer, I know these things. But yeah, she she her. She, so yes, uh, priorities. Um, uh, you're going away now, Doc. You're going on a trip. Yeah, I. It, um, but yeah, not not just because it kind of trampled on it. She does, in fact, her her. She looks at Fluttershy and she goes, "I have loved you. I have always loved you." In a very specifically lesbian way. Yes. That could not be reinterpreted in any way. I am lesbians with you, gar- <laughs> darling, and which is why I am now teleporting you to safety. Yes. Boop. Uh, <laughs> uh, Angel begins kicking her, like, impertinently. 
um, and says, "Don't worry, darling. You'll 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 be going to where where I put her uh, just as soon as I tell you something very important and extract the, the, the memory of me telling it from you from your tiny rabbit brain." Now listen here, Twilight. Uh, I um have a very important book for you in my desk. You you may have to tear the desk apart to get at it, but that's fine. I'm beyond caring. Even if it's uh, a very nice desk. <laughs> yes, implicitly. Regardless of how nice it is, it is very nice. Don't feel, don't be afraid to rip the <laughs> rip the son of a bitch apart. Uh, to to get the book uh, inside, you will find a solution to this cloud business. All right, now back to you, Angel. Don't worry, this won't hurt. A bit. So she she did have enough time to, even though like the cloud touching her hoof. <laughs> On the other side of a self-repairing window, uh, the, the 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 premise of her her grand noble like final sacrifice is that in order to like have enough time to do this, uh, the, the the window, the hole in the window was just big enough that it wouldn't uh, self-repair in time mm-hmm. uh, to to stop the cloud getting in. So she had to stick her hoof through, and it's so relentlessly awful. Just that prolonged contact with the, 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 the palm of her hand, approximately, uh, was enough to definitively kill her. <clears throat> she she died as she lived. Gaslighting, gatekeeping, girl bossing. <laughs> I, I have a I have a hand over my hand over my heart. Uh, looking into the um within the fiction of the podcast that I am a jukebox, I have a hand specifically for this purpose. <laughs> Comes out on a spring and everything. <laughs> so little Pip groans and wakes up uh, in too much pain to see or understand anything in her immediate environment with any clarity and realizes that she's talking to a mechanical owl Wordsworth uh, the robot owl um, it's a little tense because I expect him to like be insane at any moment uh, and dangerous but no he's, he's purely like he's, he's a Junior, junior, junior research assistant uh, at your service. Uh, why am I here? Oh, yes, well, um, emergency protocols in, have been in place for 200 years, uh, which indicate, <laughs> which, which, uh, uh, instantly transport any, any personnel into, uh, safe zones, um, <laughs> or if they are hostile persons and into the, uh, into the brig. Um, but because it has been 200 years, it's not operating precisely with the efficiency it should, and so has uh, zorted the, the whole cast as they approach the building to, to various places. Mm-hmm. And so now she's got to go on a mini-quest to recover the party. There's another thing that's directly lifted from Sierra Madre, by the way, just for people to keep in store. Score. Mm. It's not It's not bad, it's just it is a thing that is lifted from dead money. Uh, she asks uh, Wordsworth, the, the amazing robot, if uh, she can get any healing potions and painkillers on the quick. Are you sure you would not prefer to simply use the Atomus healing booth? Sure, that sounds pretty good. Uh, cut to never again. <laughs> uh, the Atomus healing booth, very effective. Um, does what it says on the tin. It is also a nightmare healing coffin. Yes. Uh, that is, uh, psychologically torturous to endure. Um, she resolves that, uh, on pain of death, <laughs> she will never do that again. Um, particularly in hindsight, fearing that if it had been miscalibrated at all, she would have, she would have died alone, paralyzed, and horribly. 
mm-hmm. in a whirring coffin. Not not 40 minutes after like feeling healthy again for like almost the first time in her life. <laughs> feeling feeling for the first time as healthy as she was the day she first left the vault. She doesn't even get 40 minutes before she runs into another speaker. Yep. Begins bleeding out of the eyes. Yep. Oh, come on, I just fixed these things. <laughs> she resents it so much. <laughs> I would too, I'd be mad. <laughs> uh, but also, uh, even with the, the help of the healing pod, um, her pit buck is now part of her anatomy. Yep. It, it... She was wearing it when she took a bath in, in the bath sauce. Yep. So now she uh, and, and her so, book are now one. And she sort of points out that, like, this isn't meaningfully different. But it is horrifying <laughs> to think about. No, that's, that's precisely what she says. <laughs> like, it's horrifying. Like, it's existentially horrifying. And itches constantly. But at least, thankfully, that like the damn thing is so durable that it's not lost any effectiveness. Mm-hmm. Becoming part of horse flesh. Yeah. It's it's just deeply aesthetically and philosophically upsetting. Yep. But like I guess part of the terror is that like now like her m- metaphorical like uh uh fused attachment to it is is now literal. Mm-hmm. Like she. Uh, all throughout our, our exploration of the building, we find out about uh, two horses, Gestalt and Mosaic, um, who are really one horse with two bodies. Yep. They're they're unicorn twins. Yep. Um, who uh, have have been noted to have the alarming quality of constantly finishing each other's sentences. They also have such an important role in the ministry that a bunch of the like decor is them themed. It's themed after them. Yeah, they're, they're like Twilight's like direct assistants, if I remember correctly. Her, her immediate subordinates. Yeah. And then they left to go work on something at Marva. One might Who notice knows? the fact Double that the alicorns come in three colors. One of them is purple, one of them is blue, and one of them is green. Gestalt and uh, the other one. Mosaic? Yes. Uh, yes. The color come in the green color. Uh, Trixie was blue. And uh, of course. Twinkle Spankle was 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 purple. Yes. So we find Velvet um, going mad in a chamber that is uh, utterly null. Um, sound and light can't seem to happen properly in it. Um, it is it is so dark that like it consumes illumination. Uh, and so she is grateful to be freed. <laughs> she is grateful to hear uh, or see anything ever again. Uh, she has been traumatized by her time stored in uh, what our our little ponies deduce is is some sort of like um, sterile testing chamber uh, for magical weapons. Uh, they they uh, sort of uh, try to catch up as quick as they can before uh, moving on. Uh, more uh, pit bucks uh, projecting. Uh, they uh, find some uh, energy weapons after all. Which is essentially what they came here for. Velvet tries to dodge uh, questions about, hey, what the fuck was that in the atrium? Like, seriously, what the fuck was it? I already had this conversation with Calamity. Well, you haven't had it with me yet, have you? (laughs) And I want to know what the fuck that was. Uh, It ends with um, uh, Velvet uh, insisting, Fluttershy was right there. She stood right in that spot, saying those very words right on that stage. She tried to stop the war, stop the bloodshed, the whore, everything that was ruining the entire country, the entire world. You simply wouldn't understand. (laughs) We eventually find steel hooves 
um, who was uh, apparently teleported to a specimen chamber. It, it takes some some work to, to get him out of the magical bubble that he is contained under. Uh, we find out about the uh, uh, Project Ghost Mare, mm-hmm. uh, which was an attempt to uh, be the next step in, in stealth buck technology. Uh, ultimately, it failed, but it did produce a MG Stealth Buck 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, an extra potent industrial grade stealth buck, essentially. Mm-hmm. But the the suit was just riddled with with technical problems mm-hmm. uh, that just could not be fixed in time before the end of the world. <laughs> Especially because funding like was drained from it after like the, <laughs> the R and D team just sort of lost patience with it. We also get some insight on like, God damn, those 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 twins were creepy. But thankfully, they've been moved uh, to something or other in Maraponi. Yes. Um, also, there's these two dudes who are obviously dating, and I can't afford to lose them as part of the project team if they get caught, uh, breaking, breaking relationship rules on the, on the lab floor, so I am trying to get them to be a little less gay around each other. <laughs> Mood. <laughs> What one, you know, interest? I, I expect there, there's also a lot of mention of I brought in a cat. Yeah, it's a, it's a cute kitty. Everybody loves it. We use it for testing the stealth bucks. I'm sure this will be perfectly fine and will have no consequences for the fact. A, a thing that I forgot to mention, which is Pip can't access the basement. Doesn't know what's down there. It's sealed off. Emergency, like there's an emergency seal on it. Probably fine. Probably. And probably nothing to do with that cat. <laughs> Uh, so we get Steel Who's back, um, we get some, some sort of foreshadowing and stuff, uh, through these, these log entries. We find an elevator shaft that is peculiar. It looks like it has a bypass spell for the elevator itself, uh, so they can get down, uh, in, into this basement, uh, through the elevator. And so there, there's, yeah, they, they jump some hoops to get the schematic so that Pip can... Uh, unlock it and and bring it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we have a little short journey where we uh, get uh, re equip calamity to the party, but not before uh, having some terror of finding out that uh, the talismans that created the hydrogen for those Pinkie Pie balloons are down here, uh, which means the slightest spark can ignite everyone. Uh, we also come across a alicorn who is having an argument with itself. It is a green alicorn, meaning its specialization is is, is telepathy, um, meaning that it's only just barely free mm-hmm. of, of Trixie's uh, dominion. Um, and Trixie is so petty that she is trying to kill it. This 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 alicorn has has chained itself to a wall, seemingly, um, to prevent herself from em- emulating herself in some way. Um, she has gone completely insane. She's she's torn between trying to achieve some objective in here uh, and trying to kill herself uh, because Trixie demands uh, blood to be paid for. Even the slightest, you know, deviance from uh, the insolence the, uh, of autonomy. Uh, also hinting at, at at some things that, like, yeah, it's her her mind is completely jumbled. Like mm-hmm. the, the the like the the voice of Trixie that like this this alicorn is hearing in its head is very confused, oscillating between like kill yourself, why 
why do you care about any other entity but me? Like, I'm so much better than, than whoever it is that you, you want to have in your head? Mm-hmm. All right, we kind of got to get going. Uh... Right. Um, uh, so, so they get Calamity out. Um, they, they talk a bit about, like, it's weird the, the Alicorns are, are driven insane in this way. They uh, come back out of the lab and, and make their way to, to the Ministry of Image and find out, oh, no, this is what the Alicorns want. Yep. Because guess what's in the Ministry of Image? Speakers everywhere. Uh, so uh, just as our heroes are certainly dead, um, the, the Alicorns are preparing a barrage. Like they're, they're literally caught between a rock and a hard place as they have um, a, a infinite sea of speakers in front of them and a bunch of Alicorns preparing to open fire behind them. Uh, Star Morb. Uh, and this, this Morb is very easy to sum up. It's, it's very long and it has to be. But it is Trixie's final interview with uh, uh, Torker Sparkle, uh, Twinkle Spankle, uh, about the the Alicorn project, mm-hmm. and and the fact that Trixie managed to do something that apparently was eluding uh, the Ministry of uh, Arcane Sciences uh, for for months, which was she managed to convert um, the magical technology of the stealth bucks into a immediately personally castable spell. She couldn't do it for long. But she could do it at all. She can invisible, and it's it's it impresses uh, Twilight so much that um, she's willing to hire Trixie on as part of the research team, even if she refuses to be a part of the Super Horse Project. <laughs> yeah, this is that that way earlier part where it's like, oh yeah, things are looking up for old Gil. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Finally, getting a job and get my life back together. We want to fill you with with, with mutagen. <laughs> well, honestly, honestly, we just we just needed we needed somebody whose life didn't matter a lot in case it didn't work. Yeah. Um, this is this is uh, written at a time in um, initial MLP canon where Trixie's only episode was the one where um, she was revealed as a great and powerful Oz, a, yeah. a big old fraud. Yeah, this is this is long before uh, she eventually became like lesbian icon with her girlfriend slash wife. Yeah, so in in this continuity, like she was revealed as a fraud, her life just continued to spare. Like, uh, all like she just became increasingly all gill. Yeah, and so she leaps the chance uh, to to take a job as a medical test, like <laughs> be the subject of medical experiments because uh, it's better than. Than trying to buy milk with IOUs. Yep. <laughs> I can I can get paid and buy real food again. Um. Uh, so that is the exact midway point. That it, we're we're three morbs in yep. on the super chapter. Yep. Uh. Before before we give our our final context. Jingle, yes. Yes. Jingles. Uh. Jingles. Jingle, God damn it! I got it. Hand it over. <laughs> Treat. What What are you talking? Fine. Uh, Alyssa K, I am giving jingles is, is RoboTree. <laughs> there. Gah, got it! You stupid little piece of shit. Alright, so, uh, reading from uh, this week's email. Hello, sorry for the uh, text-walliness of this email. I'm bad at uh, formatting ramblings. Over the course of this last month of May, I've been listening through your entire podcast and slowly exercising cancer that is pH from my ears tainted brain meat. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I thank you both very much for your service 
I am now very close to getting caught up. Just finished mm. listening through your coverage of chapter 29 as of writing this, and I'm sure that I would uh, theoretically have more actual questions uh, to ask uh, or points to bring up if I sat down and thought about it for a couple hours. Would rather just send this letter as some general support and encouragement uh, with only a couple comments. One... I cannot fucking believe that Phi just dropped the nuclear hot revelation of the Eater of Souls, a ring of star metal, being literal donut steel <laughs> uh, directly on my house and that did not acknowledge the devastation it caused. <laughs> I'm Fluttershy like that. I was left reeling for days on end afterwards. Could, <laughs> could do nothing but scream, Donut fucking steel! At any friend who would understand, and many of them who would never understand. Thank you. <laughs> Two, Fi never revealed uh, the backstory behind his username in the PH coverage, and that makes me sad. Please reveal the hidden lore, O Grand Pornsmith. That is all. Thank you very much. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Look forward to your coverage of the last quarter of FOE, and uh, whatever may come next beyond the horizon. I uh, may just need to start reading more stories beyond the original and the cancer if you're uh, going to be covering stuff like Guise of Chaos or Murky. Uh, signed, Emerald. All right. Well, so, uh, let's take these two points one at a time. Uh, point one, what do you have to say for yourself, Fi? <laughs> you've, 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 you've devastated this person. Your Honor, I did it for a bit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. Acquitted. It was funny at the time. Uh, I don't even remember that. That that yeah. And like, yeah, no, that it doesn't stand out in my mind, but it is amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, how could I forget that having come up in the pot? Did I not get the joke at the I time? I think we were just kind of dying at the time. That that probably was like around book five, and we were pretty miserable by that point, so... It's it, it it but it is a liberal donut steal. <laughs> but it's, uh, um, uh, point two. Point B. Uh, have yeah. you explained my name? This is this is difficult to like. Uh, I like I could take a stab at it, but I'm I yeah, to explain I, why I, my name is Phi. Is is yeah. Uh, all right. Well. All right, children, uh, go in the other room, please. Uh, <laughs> Uh, your weird uncle has to talk. All babies depart. Uh, so yeah, so I'm so I do porn for a living. Uh, I, I draw it, and so uh, I have a name that invokes the fact that I draw a particular fetish, uh, which is bimification, which has become quite the meme on the internet because of Sortimid. Uh, anyways, when I was picking up my name, I was like, okay, I need a name that conveys the thing I draw. So I was like, okay, bimbify, bimbification. Phi is a letter, like a Greek letter. Haha. -ha. I'll I'll make 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 my name Bimbo P H I because that way it becomes Bimbo Phi, and that's the origin of that name getting made in the first place. And then you know it eventually just becomes a shorthand of just calling me Phi, and then that led into just that becoming my name on the internet. So yeah. So you can contact him at uh, the incredibly non safe for work. Uh, at thou art fi on Twitter. Yeah, uh, and 
There was a bit of a mention of like covering other stories, and I don't know if we'll ever get to uh, Guys of Chaos if we ever touch that. And Murky is kind of something that I think is just kind of a little too heavy for either of us to read. Uh, like, well, PH is like wildly immature and and bad and has a whole bunch of shit that was like truly troubling at the time to get through. Murky is like kind of the stark opposite of that where it takes incredibly seriously the 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 it because it, it, it's just about philadelphia and now and now like and now weird and i guess the rest of you know what that means it is about someone who is a slave under red eye specifically it is a incredibly tense dark story that I think is just it's it's got it's got amazing moments of triumph and it's a beautiful uh, piece to read, but it is a hard read to get through, uh, and I don't necessarily think a couple of chuckle fucks like us, one being a literal jukebox who was just bullying a small male robot scant minutes ago, <laughs> it would be hard for us to cover that uh, particular work. On the other hand, guys of chaos. Who knows? It's a lot shorter than all of the other stuff that we've that we've covered for this so far. The other option, if we continue doing this, is that one of the big five we've we haven't touched, and I've never read all the way through, but I know it's done, is Heroes, which I kind of want to just give a second chance because it was largely considered by the community bad by the fact that people felt it was ripping off ph because it has similar protagonists and similar huh. stuff but i want to that is interesting i just want to give it a second chance primarily because like i want to see someone who isn't somber trying to cover a sequel of fall equestria who isn't a fucking monster i guess it'd be interesting to see so here's here's an anecdote that reminds me of i'm gonna sum it up as quick as i can yeah there is a um, sort of legendary Bugs Bunny cartoon where he's like fighting a mouse living in a, uh, the piano he's trying to play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a mouse. Anyway, apparently that got into the the the, the, the like rough cut got in the hands of MGM uh, before being able to get into this uh, into theaters. Roughly at the same time that Bugs Bunny short came out. Uh, MGM came out with a um, Tom and Jerry cartoon with an identical premise <laughs> and identical gags. Um, but here's the peculiar thing: there's there's a lot of dispute over who did it first, like whose whose idea it was in the first place. Like one or the other is is ripping each other off. Argument in favor of MGM is that why the fuck is Bugs Bunny messing with a mouse? Yeah. That doesn't like uh, that, that that would like. It doesn't seem like a Bugs Bunny thing. Uh, but on the other hand, the Tom and Jerry cartoon sucks ass. <laughs> the animation is clearly rushed and like it's super lazy. Like every time Bugs Bunny stops playing the piano, the music cuts out in the Bugs Bunny cartoon because he's not playing the piano. Anymore. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, in the Tom and Jerry cartoon, they don't give a shit. Yeah. Like the piano like music goes, goes on more or less mm-hmm. throughout. Um, so uh, all that to say... I don't give a shit if this author is ripping off Somper of all people. Seems unlikely. Odds are it's the other way around. In any case, if they did a better job than Somber, which is a pretty low bar to clear, 
more power to them. And who knows, maybe that'll turn into another arc of fanfic fanfic podcast. Uh, I kind of want to do it. I finally go back to being the fucking reader. Well, well <laughs> I... We'll see how we do it, but I kind of want to do it because I want to bully no one who we know <laughs> now personally. Because <laughs> they're on my Discord server. Um, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> and that, I think, would be funny. Uh, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, if you want a uh, more safer work uh, Twitter to follow, um, I am uh, at Weirdington E. Or should you have the courage, the fortitude of, of will, uh, you can email uh, us at um, <clears throat> WeirdingtonESQ at gmail.com. All that said, I'm looking forward to... Uh, uh, next week's chapter, which is the same chapter. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Five. Bye. Okay. Oh yeah, no, we don't get to know how you're doing. Five. This <laughs> is not over yet. Yeah. <laughs> the fat lady ain't saying fine. Fine ain't gonna tell you how I was doing. Yeah. I'm gonna play a funny cassette cut noise here, probably, and you won't even. Hear it.